Good morning. My name is Dale Robinson, and this is my first episode as we talk about UFOs and UAPs. I was watching a show the other night, and it was showing all of the um, sightings and reports of uh, UFOs that took place in the 1950s and 1960s. Of course, the Kenneth Arnold sighting is probably one of the most prominent ones, maybe next to Roswell. It happened in, uh, I believe, somewhere around June of, of 1947, and Roswell was in July. And so it happened just, I think, a couple weeks after the Kenneth Arnold sightings. And there was a lot of fervor back then. I mean, a lot of people were excited. The government seemed to be very open to looking into these uh, unidentified flying objects. But then something happened. There was a shift somewhere along the way where the government, the military, decided that they were going to put the brakes on this thing. And I've heard reports that it had to do with the Cold War and how the, they didn't want us to get so distracted with UFOs and what's flying around in our skies that, are, that was unidentified that we lost focus on our enemy at the time, the Soviet Union. I'm not sure if I buy that or not. But that's the reason that's being floated out there. But anyway, what happened after that is they, instead of trying to investigate UFOs, the, with Project Blue Book, they were trying to explain them away. And after that, they would criticize and make fun of people um, who had a sighting and made to look as if they were abnormal or something wrong with them or that they were crazy. And my fear is that history could repeat itself. My, my fear is that history could repeat itself because I see a lot of the same fervor today that I saw back in the 1950s and 60s. And my fear is that if we do not hold their feet to the fire, if we get distracted, and, and I said this in one of my tweets today to someone, we cannot pay attention to the debunkers. Skeptics, yes. Debunkers, no. Debunkers are never going to believe, no matter how much evidence you give them, they will never, ever believe. Now, a skeptic is a person who wants evidence. I'm a skeptic. I want evidence. I'm not just going to believe any crazy story that someone tells me. But I think we need to be careful there and not give too much attention to the debunkers and to people who are just trolls trying to create problems. Because what happens is then we get off track. All of a sudden we're spending time over here with the trolls and the debunkers instead of spending the time where it should be spent, which is trying to get our government to admit that they have materials, that they have more films and videos of these UAPs that have not been released. And so what we're looking for is we're looking for disclosure. And I know I've heard people say disclosure has already happened, but to me it's definitely not full disclosure. And so I think we really should be working together for that goal, because I want to say it again. I'm afraid that history will repeat itself if we don't do that. And so this first 
podcast is a challenge. It's a challenge to all the people who, who believe that UFOs and UAPs are real to unite together so that history does not repeat itself. It means that each and every one of us are going to have to do our part. I know I've written letters or, or texts to senators and congressmen encouraging them to go ahead and follow up on what's taking place in Congress right now with the, the open hearings for UAPs. And so I'm challenging every one of us to do that. I'm going to say it again. I don't want to see history repeat itself. Thank you, and this will be my first episode, and we'll see how it goes, and maybe I'll make another one. Thank you. Good morning. This is UFO UAP Observer, and today I want to talk about the things that are going on in the world of, of ufology, especially as we're talking about Twitter, talking about YouTube, talking about what's going on within the government, this tug of war that seems to be taking place between those who want disclosure and those who do not. And let me remind you of something I said in one of my tweets. This is nothing new. This is nothing new, uh, or not unexpected at least. Lou Elizondo, I was listening to something yesterday that came out on Twitter, and it was an old episode that he had, and he warned about these factions in the Pentagon, that there were some that absolutely want to shut down this discussion. They do not want us to have it, and I'm not going to say I know their motives. Maybe they're trying to protect national security, at least they think they are. Maybe they're afraid of, of being prosecuted because some of this stuff is criminal. But if you're like me, and I, and I really hope you are, you're not really looking for revenge because they've kept it from us for 75 years. What I want is disclosure. I don't want vengeance. I simply want to know the truth. And I want America to know the truth. In fact, if you go back to my very first episode, I was talking about exactly what's taking place today. My very first episode was about how history tends to repeat itself. And this was back in September. I'd watched a show on TV and they were showing how in the 1950s and 60s how people were just absolutely enthralled with UFOs. People were excited and then their government got their hands on it. And, and somewhere along the way they decided, you know what? we're going to shut this discussion down. And I said it in my first episode that they kind of felt like we had too much attention on UFOs and not enough attention on the Soviet Union. And they felt like, at least some, some speculate this, that they felt like those in the Pentagon, places like that, that the Soviet Union was our greatest threat. And by having our attention over here on UFOs and all the phone calls that were coming in and all the reports that were coming in, that somehow we were taking our eye off of the Soviet Union. And so some suspect or believe that that's one of the reasons that they shut it down, you know. And so we need to consider that. But I warned. I warned back in September that history has a way of repeating itself. And I really believe that's what's starting to happen right now. There are those that absolutely do not want us to know 
that the phenomenon is real. And so they are pushing back. I know if you went three weeks ago, four weeks ago, it was pretty exciting times. We were waiting for the October 31st report to come out. I know I was excited. I was optimistic. And I find it interesting, <laughs> suspiciously interesting, that right before the report was to come out, the Julian Barnes article in the New York Times came out basically saying, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to see here. These are nothing but Chinese drones and space junk. Now, the interesting way he phrased it <laughs> kind of shows you how he hadn't really thought it through. Because he said some of these are Chinese drones and space trash, but at the same time he's saying there's nothing, there's no UAPs, there's nothing here that we can explain all of this. But the truth is, they haven't explained all of this. And we have already said that a portion of this of these sightings are prosaic. There's a portion of these things that have man-made explanations. And so we've never said everything is UAP or UFO. We've never said that. We've acknowledged that sometimes up to 95% of the things that people see are terrestrial. But it's the other 5%. And I'm going to tell you something. With the sensors that the government has, with the different apparatus that they have, I believe that number will actually go up. Because there will be not only eyewitness testimony, there will be multiple sensors that pick these things up, doing things that our military, that our technology cannot do. And so we need to be careful when we hear people like Julian Barnes say, hey, these are nothing but Chinese drones. This, this is nothing but um, space trash. There's nothing to see here. Now, one of my other things that I want to bring up is I kind of feel like there's a conspiracy going on here. Because before you know it, then all of a sudden Holman Jenkins in the Wall Street Journal is basically parrying what Julian Barnes said of the New York Times. And then I was watching another outlet, Style Mania. And what would they say? Hey, guess what? UFOs are Chinese drones. Nothing to see here. You got all excited, but there's nothing to see here. The government was wrong. They jumped the gun. And, and it's not just those three. It's like it's piling on and on and on. And I go, man, this sure looks like a consorted effort to me. And I don't know, maybe they're all talking to the same source. Or maybe they're just talking to people in the same faction. People who absolutely want to stop this from happening. But listen to me. We're on the winning side. I said we are on the winning side. How many of you remember the Chicago Bulls <laughs> when Michael Jordan was on the team? They won six titles. Sadly, even beating my beloved Portland Trailblazers. But they were unstoppable. They were unstoppable. 
unstoppable. And let me tell you something. We are unstoppable. They put a lid on this thing for 75 years. And you know what? You can only keep a lid on things so long. And that lid's about to come flying off. And so do not be discouraged, my friends. We are on the winning side. And it's going to be some back and forth. It's going to be like the tide going out and the tide coming back in. And there's going to be some back and forth. There's going to be times that we hear stuff that just excites us and we go, wow, it's here. But know this, they're going to strike back. They're not going to just roll over and play dead. They're going to strike back. But the truth always wins in the end. Are you hearing me this morning? I said the truth always wins in the end. And so don't worry about the, the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or, or some of these other outlets. Because they're not as powerful as they used to be. See, one of the problems in the 1960s, which is not a problem today as much, is that all of the information that we were getting was coming through major news outlets, mainstream media as we call it today. And there's always an editor, a general editor there, that determines the narrative. And so right now, they're determining the narrative is, these are Chinese drones, this is space trash, there's nothing to see here. Now, I, I, I suspect that these, these men in high power, the editors, the owners of these magazines, have probably been contacted. They've probably been contacted by somebody in the Pentagon, somebody in government, and have said something like, this is a national security issue, and we need you to shut it down. And I kind of believe, to some degree, that's what happened back in the 1960s with Project Blue Book. You remember? It wasn't about investigating anything. It was about explaining it away. But here's the cool part in the, in the day that we live, in the time that we live, here's the cool part. We don't need the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal or any other magazine to be on our side. We don't need them anymore. In the past, that was true. Why? Because I was, I was listening to Christine Gomez on the latest Need to Know um, podcast, she said something that was really, really important. She made the comment that younger people, they don't care about the New York Times. They don't even care what the government says. They don't care about the Wall Street Journal because that's not where they get their news. That's not where they get their information. You know where they get their information? They get their information through social media. They get it through podcasts like Need to Know or like the one that uh, Christine Gomez puts out. And so things are different today in that aspect. We don't need the New York Times. We do not need the Wall Street Journal. We don't need any other major news outlet because we have social media. And that's the beauty. I can make a podcast like this I will post it to my Twitter account. It'll come out on Podbean. And 
people will be able to get this message without it being edited. These are my words. These are my thoughts. You may agree with them. You may not. But at least I have the freedom to say them through social media. Nobody's editing anything. And so anyway, I just the reason I decided to do this podcast, this fourth podcast, is because I feel like it's a boxing match. And there's some times that we've hit hard. And there's times that they're striking back. But when this fight is over, we will be the ones standing. Are you hearing me this morning? I said we will be the ones standing because we're standing on the right side of history. We're standing for truth. And so do not lose heart, my friends. Do not lose heart. This is UFO UAP Observer signing out. Have an amazing day.